All right, everybody, welcome to Superhouse Podcast, the song you're listening to now. If you're one of our new subscribers, thanks for coming along. Uh, thanks for coming on board to the Superhouse train. Um, and we, uh, this song is actually our normal song. If you've been listening to the last few episodes, we're going to switch it up every now and again. But this this song right here is the um, metal song that we've been playing for most of the Superhouse run. And I thought I'd go back to that for, for this one. Um, anyway, uh this is actually this song is actually called Mil- "Demilitarized Zone" on, and it's on the YouTube uh, audio library. Uh, anyway, this is Andrew, and I'm joined by Maddie. Hey, it's been so long. I've missed everyone. What's been going on? <laughs> it has been a while, and um, we're getting sort of kind of back to normal. You know, we've been through kind of a rough patch here and there this year, but um, but hopefully we'll get back to normal. Uh, anyway. Um, we're going to have a little bit of some sound issues due to some traffic outside and maybe even Maddie's fish tank. I'm not sure, no, but if you hear off. that, it's turned off. So maybe more of the traffic. Sorry, Maddie. Uh, I just wanted to have a little disclaimer there for the sound. Um, if that's what you're hearing on your fucking commute to work right now. <laughs> anyway, uh, so let's get to it. So the first thing up we're going to discuss is the E3 stuff. E3. <laughs> Um, what was what's been announced this week? (laughs) E3, yeah, great, right? Yeah, so anyway, let's get to the first topic, which is (laughs) E3 stuff. (laughs) Um, but anyway, let's cut right to it, man. Maddie, what's been your most your most favorite uh announcement, uh, trailer, whatever the fuck, uh, thing from E3 this year? Um, I'd probably say Elden Ring looks fucking dope. Um, I was gonna do this like uh um what else was i all right so with so like elden ring yeah. i would say would be my number one choice uh just because you know I, I like uh i'm very interested to see what uh from software and martin have in store for us since it being like an open world game um since most of from softwares are they're like not open world it's pretty linear it's like go here with some like stuff like oh you can explore this area a little more you know and I'm kind of hoping since there was just like an announcement trailer, we're not going to get any like gameplay or, but I'm really hoping that this time around it does have a difficulty setting. Um, Cause from software can be brutal um, from playing them myself and ever getting through one um, to, uh, you know, just like uh, my roommates being like super into the, like the style that they have and not having a difficulty setting. So I hope this is like, you know, having Martin, involved might like so everyone can enjoy the journey since there'll be more of a story that they'll want to tell because most of like from software games are light on story it's more like here's hints of the world and you can kind of like craft your own story out of it but i feel like with martin's name attached you're gonna have to make it accessible for everyone because like that's your selling point right like george r, r. martin and the and uh, uh the guy who's made dark souls bloodborne and sekiro are making a game together and like you're gonna exclude like half half of the gamers it makes no sense this time around and uh i think everyone's kind of fed up with like they're not being uh a difficulty setting for people who just want to have fun playing a game and i get that he makes these games because i'm sure this guy the guy who makes these games probably makes games that he would enjoy playing himself so he likes difficult games that's totally fine but you know i don't know Make a patch, dude, like after two months <laughs> so you can make an easier d- setting. Um, but uh, and then I'm 
I, what else? Oh my God. What's it called? Like Ghostwire Tokyo. You know what I'm talking about, Andrew? Yeah. You saw the visuals look really good on that, but there was like no gameplay footage, right? <laughs> no. Uh, you kind of like Brock. We, I was like, Oh, check out this trailer. And this trailer is like, what? No gameplay. I'm like, dude, they're announcement trailers. Like, there's probably like the game if they show gameplay right now, you'd be like, mm, that looks like shit. Um, I so. mean, it piqued, it piqued my interest for sure, but I definitely want to see what the gameplay is like, you know? Yeah, it looks like to me from the trailer, I'm wondering if it's like a whole city that's gone down, kind of like division style, but more horror. Like you have to go to certain areas and cl- clear out the ghouls. Um, I think that would be pretty interesting since I don't think I've ever played a game like that. Um, but just because you play as that one character with like the bow and arrow, it seems to be since he showed up twice. So I don't know. Uh, and then, uh, very sad. It's only for Xbox, but I thought the Blair Witch game looked cool. Um, I'm a horror fan as most people know, not the 69 new listeners, but maybe <laughs> so, uh, that was pretty terrifying. And to, and I love the Blair Witch like mythos and what's been created so far for it. Uh, so to dive into a video game would be pretty sick. So I'm hoping that like maybe after its initial run on Xbox and PC, that it'll be uh, ported over to PS4. But those are like the three things I was like, Oh, that caught my attention pretty quickly. And that, and Oh, and Keanu Reeves being in cyberpunk 2077, but I'll probably be playing that game. No matter if Keanu was in it anyway. (laughs) Is that Xbox only though? Uh, I think it's PS4. All right. I don't know. I did. I I don't know actually. I have to look that up. Let's look it up. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Oh yeah. Okay. It's gonna be a PS four. Cool. I thought it was Xbox exclusive. Exclusive. Um. I am looking forward to Elden Ring, but that difficulty fucking kills me, man. Like everybody knows me and ninjas, and I sold Sekiro, dude. Like I just I do don't really care to play a game that's quite that hard. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't want to be racking my brain too much when I play a video game. I don't know. I just want to have like a good old fun time. <laughs> um, so like the visuals and everything were awesome in Sekiro, but goddamn the difficulty sucks. So I I'm I'm with you. I hope there's like some sort of difficulty setting that is. At least a normal mode or an easy mode or something, man. I mean, you know, especially if it's like J- George R. R. Martin writing it, I, you definitely want to be playing it for that story. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of people that are 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 going to want to just kind of play through a story, you know, and not really worry about dying like 40 times literally with at a boss. Yeah. But yeah, it caught my eye. That's That game looks really good. Um, Ghostwire looked Looked pretty good. I wish it was gameplay, but that's cool. Um, the thing I'm looking forward to most, honestly, and I'm usually not so crazy about remakes, but the Final Fantasy VII remake is looks incredible to me. It's it's just because like a the translation was always a little bit off, and uh, that was the RPG I got to and I got into the most as a kid. I didn't really play a lot of RPGs growing up, but I I loved that one. And I think that a big part of that was a. It was more of like a cyberpunk setting. I liked that a little bit more than fantasy. Even though the older I get, the more I do like fantasy. But 
back when I was a kid, I definitely like leaned towards sci-fi more. So that drew me. And also the spells were like a whole cinematic. Mm-hmm. It was so new at the time. Like you cast one spell and it's like this whole fucking cinematic thing happening uh, on screen. So to see that, you know, fr- go from a PS1 game to a PS4 game. I mean, you've seen these com- comparison shots of like go online. And if you haven't seen it, like look at comparison shot of like get, uh, Barrett from then to now it's insane man it's like the most improved shit ever like you you like rebooting movies is one thing like maybe you shouldn't reboot movies all that much but rebooting games like it's definitely like there's some worth to it i think just because the graphics and the voice acting and the translation in this case uh so that's probably my number one honestly looking forward to mario maker 2 uh i know that's like kind of a rehash thing too but you know i'd Fucking love Mario. What can I say? And uh, what else, man? Oh, I'm a, a, another big fan of like Panzer Dragoon getting a fucking um, HD remake on the Switch, and uh, I thought that was really cool. But as for new new properties, yes, Elden Ring, Ghostwire, Cyberpunk, and I was like you, I was into it before Keanu, but Keanu, Keanu sitting over the fucking edge, right? This was like. A lot of people were buying it. Now fucking everybody's buying this game, you know? It went from I mean, many think, to all. I think everybody was going to buy this game no matter Keanu being in it. I think it just adds a fun little element. Hey everybody, it's Andrew. I just wanted to tell you about our friend Israel's retro gaming shop, RetroCo. If you go to retro-ko.com, you'll be able to see all of his retro gaming goodies. If you wanted to get that Sega Saturn hidden gem from back in the day, or if you wanted to get the Famicom disc system that you never got as a kid, or any other type of retro game that you were into, or uh, import game, please go to RetroCo.com. That's Retro-KO.com. And if you use the Superhouse code Johnson's Ballsack, you'll be able to get a little bit of a discount at checkout. So please, once again, if you could just go to RetroCo.com, you can also go to Facebook.com slash RetroCo with no hyphen. That's R-E-T-R-O-K-O. You'll be able to find him on Facebook as well. If you were looking for that PlayStation import game that you never got, if you were looking for that Mega Drive game that you never got, or any other kind of retro game, any import game, it could even be European. Israel also curates bundles at RetroCo, and he'll curate that bundle just for you. So please, go check him out. If you put in the code Johnson's Ballsack at checkout, you'll receive a Superhouse discount. All right, what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, the Avengers game. Dude, that shit, um, I feel you. It is not, it's not the best look. It's really not. I mean, God, you get the fucking that Spider-Man look. A little more comic booky. It's not bright enough either, right? Yeah. Make them brighter. I, I don't know. I, I'm definitely interested in following it and seeing what happens. You know, how it progresses from this trailer to what the end product will be. So don't count me out yet. I do love my Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, it all depends on the gameplay, right? I mean, it could look like, like, I mean, in my opinion, anyway, it could look like shit. But if the gameplay is fun, if it's if it's fun to smash things with Hulk, even if it's a shitty looking Hulk, I'm I'm cool with it, you know. And I like the I like the aspect too, like, like, is if like on that bridge scenario that they have there, 
if you play as one character, are you going to be mainly smashing or saving civilians? Yeah. You know, are you going to have different like many missions, many your strategy is different per character? I think that would be cool. And especially if you're playing like four player, you have like you're all connected online or hell four player local if you can. I don't know. Four player split screen like old school. But there's potential there. There is. Um, it could suck. I don't know. It's it, it it was like it got my attention. I I've just never been that big of an Avengers fan. It's not like I go out and read the comics of that. I right. mean the movies like turned me on to a lot of characters and like, you know, watching like just some of the cartoons that have come out. So like, I've never read like a full Thor. I read the one that Thor became a lady, like the first volume, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I've never read any Thor rounds, no, any Captain America, any Iron Man, any Black Widow. No. I haven't read any Hulk except Gray Hulk because I love the artists and writers who worked on oh, that immortal, one. The, that, that horror one lately. Yeah, you said it was good. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. That's like a DC app. Um, horror, horror pulp. That's fine. I mean, it sounds cool. I want to read it. I'm just saying, like, for my money, Mar- like, I go X-Men route for Marvel. No, I agree. It's it's a so. shame because I think a lot of people are like that, that read Marvel. Like, X-Men is the number one thing. And then the... <laughs> The movies are really hit or miss, man. But people say I've read that people say that's pretty much how it, how the comics are too. I don't read every yep, single run, right. but like hardcore X Men fans are like, well, that just reflects the comics. Some are just complete shit. Yeah, but it's like that's I don't like that because you have so many good runs to pull from that you should be that's making true. solid movies. That's like true. I'm they're shitty Avengers runs for sure, but for my money, like they're all pretty good, man. I mean. Yeah, yeah. You know, I Age like of Ultron a, is still Age of Ultron decent. being the worst one. It's yeah. like, oh, that's still not that bad of a movie. I mean, I've seen worse comic book movies. P- yeah. Yeah. So there's stuff <laughs> Venom. <laughs> Venom is bad, dude. They're really this is sort of a side tangent here, but there should be more superheroes with younger characters, man. Like we got Currently, we got Spider-Man. Yeah. That's it. Think about it. In the live-action world, there needs well, I mean, to be have, more have, kid shit. Well, we have the young X-Men now, like the first class or whatever. Yeah, that, dude, the fucking dying franchise, bro. Like, I'm they, just saying. I'm saying. We got a young Nightcrawler. We got a young Cyclops. All right. That would be great. I, look, I, I think... If they, they were better movies. If they reboot that shit, they need to be all age-appropriate. Like, maybe Wolverine is, like, late 20s. He's the oldest. Uh... You know, looking, I know fucking Wolverine's old as fuck, but you know what I'm saying. And then, uh, fucking, um, the rest of them, like, fucking teenage, bro, like, need to be like, don't make it like a teenage, don't make it like CW kind of teenage drama, but you know, like, Andrew wants this to be like a Harry Potter where you see these babies grow up. I think it's a good idea. I think, yeah, I think so too. It's, it, it's, it's also originally for kids and, um, this whole like I know like Tony Stark's like starts out in his fifties and shit, but you know, like I think that we need to kind of like I know it's a problem in Hollywood with ageism, but <laughs> but it's probably a good well, idea I mean, to have, to have younger younger actors do these roles, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you got to cast like Charles Xavier older. Magneto can oh, be yeah, older. For sure, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe some classic villains can be older. Um, I think Wolverine is kind of, I think at most he should be 30, so he looks older than everyone, but still young and in shape. Yeah. Because like he's basically fucking immortal or he just, you know, since he can heal himself from whatever, so... But yeah, I don't think having like a first class type Jean Grey, Cyclops, Gambit, Nightcrawler is a bad thing. There's a run right now called The Amazing or Spectacular. It's like Spider-Man, like one of the Spider-Man runs, like the Spectacular Nightcrawler or something. Yeah. Kind of want to get it. I want to support I want to support Nightcrawler, bro. Yeah, dude, that's why I want to see Dark Phoenix cuz he's in it. Yeah. It's got a forty percent on Metacritic. Yeah, what's the what's the uh, what's the user review? What are the what are the real people saying? Uh, let's look it up real quick. I was gonna go see it today, dude. Just because oh, it's really? like I, I've seen every X Men movie in the theater. Yeah. You know, it seems wrong not to go, even if I know I'm gonna be like, oh my god. You know, the thing is, this is one I would check out later. I mean, I have a list, so I probably would go anyway, but. I don't know. I haven't seen John Wick 3 yet. I haven't seen Brightburn yet. You know, so... Damn, dude, you even, your company even worked on that shit. Yeah, I was on... I was in Hawaii. Okay, uh, what we got here. So, user score for Metacritic is a 5. 5.0. Out of... 10. Out of 10. Ooh. I mean, 50-50, all right. Somebody- positive 8, 86 positive... 92 negative, 65 mixed. I think I'll probably have a good time at it. The Phoenix, Ethan 18 says, The Phoenix Rises. I'm obsessed with this movie. A very good action movie about my favorite X-Men character, Jean Grey. Damn, Ethan, you sold me. Just kidding. Mark Mark My Works said, Dark Phoenix is potentially the worst in the X-Men series, save X-Men Origins Wolverine. The film's plot seems to be a matchup of X-Men The Last Stand and an un- unused plot by series creator Brian Singer. <laughs> Unfortunately, there is no originality or joy left in the franchise, though Gene does have a strong character arc. No one else does. Yeah, I think the the thing I'm... I like a lot of the cast members they've chosen for certain characters in this, like... Like, uh... Sophia Turner as a uh, Jean Grey, I think is a great choice. The kid who plays Cyclops and the kid who plays Nightcrawler are great. Yeah. I would hate for them to be like, whatever happens to X-Men next, I would just hate for them to be recast, but it's going to happen. But I just think they've been in a bunch of crappy X-Men movies and, and good ones. They could have been amazing. The costumes suck too, right? Yeah, I don't really, I've only watched like maybe two trailers for Dark Phoenix and I don't remember a lot about costumes. Dude, they're just. I remember at the end of the apocalypse movie, they had them in like, like Cyclops had like the cool like yellow belt thing that he wore in the nineties. Like they like not around. It's not in this. Yeah, that's because for whatever the X Men franchise, because of Brian Singer, they never dove into the fucking thing that everyone wanted. Put Wolverine in a fucking Wolverine suit. Put Cyclops in his suit. Yeah. Uh, well, we've been saying that for years, man. Fucking Owen Gleiberman from Variety, which is a major magazine, gave it an 80. Really? He liked it a lot. Huh. That's crazy. 
but Empire gave it a 60. Better than Last Stand or Apocalypse, but never hitting the heights of X2 or never hitting the heights of X2. I would, uh, I'll just say this about Brightburn for yourself and people listening. It's a really great movie if you've had a couple of beers and you're sitting at home. <laughs> okay. It's I just a don't, I, yes, I just don't. I think that is a movie, and I've talked about this before on previous ones, where I think it'll have a good run on like, quote unquote, home video. <laughs> Yeah, like it's going to be a much fun rental or if it shows up on Netflix, people are going to watch this and enjoy it. I mean, it has its faults, but it's they're kind of if I did, I don't know, like seeing something in the theater is like I want it to be like great, you know, and there's a lot there's some editing issues with Brightburn that one of them I was like, this is like B horror movie shit here, man. This is like someone just not paying attention in the editing room and it's. I don't know. It just seems like I caught it. So it just seems like a big, like, come on, man. Like everyone's going to catch this scene, you know? Right. So, but the gags in it, which I think fracture effects did most of them are uh, fucking sick, dude. Thank you for that. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you can catch us. Um, well, you found our podcast, so I guess you know how to catch us there, but yep. Uh, okay, I'm getting a text from my cousin. Um, anyway, uh, gotta uh, go, guys. So yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, catch us on. Uh, we're, we have a YouTube channel. Search for Superhouse Live on YouTube. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, of course. And uh, oh my God, I have a new laptop, and I don't, and I need to turn off these fucking things. Um, we're second. so me... fresh here. Yeah, we've only been doing this for two months. Yeah, so bear yeah. with us, people. More like three years, maybe even four don't now. Tell them they're new listeners. They don't know. Oh, man. Uh, anyway, what else we got? Um, ben Juan, our senior Batman correspondent, he actually has some more solo eps coming. I might actually record another solo ep soon. I'm Thunderwolf Drew on Twitter and Instagram. Your old Beardo on Instagram. Yeah. O L Beard and then an O. Yes, Done. thank you for spelling that out. And uh, Stefan will come back soon. Uh, we're going to be posting Maybe. the uh, ben, ben episode soon as well. And uh, I think that's going to do it. It's Batman's third, what, 25th? 30th? 30th. 89 to 2019. His 30th anniversary for the 89 Batman movie. So came out in June of, of uh, 89. So... Uh, that's why we're doing a special thing with Ben. Well, we Ben's doing the special thing for us. And, Thank you. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Ben. Your Battinson episode was awesome. And more of that. Let us know what you think in iTunes. That's the most important thing. But if you want to send, send us some weird shit on our slip into our DMs on Instagram, we look forward to that as well. Yeah, and we like weird shit. <laughs> please send us some weird shit. And I think that's going to do it. This is Andrew signing off. This is Maddie. Bye-bye.
You're listening to the Geekscape Network.